Hello friends, before we get into today's episode, I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about transportation. I know for me, when I go to the airport, I hate waiting on those long security lines and just sitting in the airport and the flight might be delayed, it takes forever, but you face the same problems when you're going on a train or when you're driving a car and you're sitting in traffic, it's just such a pain in the ass. So the solution to that would be walking. Walking is the way of the future and the way of the past. Lots of people use walking. Take Dennis Quaid, for example. In the movie The Day After Tomorrow, he walked from Washington, D.C. to New York City in no time, and it was a new ice age. So, when you're thinking about going on a long trip, try walking. It's gonna take a long ass time, but you might feel better about yourself. But if walking is not your thing, I can't stop you from taking airplanes, going on trains, driving a car. But I tell you, you're gonna feel better about yourself if you just put on those walking shoes and just see where the road takes you. See where your feet take you. Welcome ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to the Poncho section. Today's episode, we talk about streaming services. Please enjoy. I don't know, it's been it's been a crazy week. Yeah? And just with everything, like today even at work it was like, we had the fire alarm go off. Oh my god, just, my, my workplace yeah. too! Yeah. What's going on? And the thing, and the thing just kept like beeping, and the, and they kept going on yeah. like, the loudspeaker saying like there's a leak in the first floor. Engineers are trying to figure out. I don't know. Everything's been going on lately, especially with this train crash this morning. It's like yeah, man. man I you need world's like, falling apart. It, yeah, I don't I don't like being out in the world anymore. I like being <laughs> I don't I like being home, and I like watching uh, watching shows you yeah. know i like watching tv excellent it's like, segue it's, it's a great segue and it's, <laughs> it's a good escape because uh and for me <laughs> and for me i don't have i don't have cable yeah and i think most people nowadays don't have cable yeah so pretty much we're, we're watching pretty much all the streaming services yeah you know? and um and it's instant cable's not something i miss i go to my parents house and i flip through channels and there's commercials mm-hmm. and there's movies that are edited i just watched 21 Jump Street, I think it was, and the and the movie was edited. Yeah. So it's stupid. And when you watch things on, you know, any of the streaming services, it doesn't have any of that. You right. Forget, you forget that. Yeah. And I never feel like I miss cable. I'm always just bouncing around and finding shows. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about you, but I, I have one show at a time. Okay. I don't usually do two. Maybe two sometimes. Mm-hmm. If it's like one's like a comedy and one's a drama. Right. But uh, normally I only have one show. That, I'm, feel, that, yeah. I'm, that I follow at once. I feel like I'm the same way. Uh, either I'm doing one show. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Car. Yeah. Uh, either I'm doing one show, or if it's like like you mentioned, a dramedy, a dramedy and oh my, a drama and a comedy. So yeah. like, although I guess it doesn't really fit into this because it's HBO, but HBO no, HBO definitely fits into this. All right, then HBO fits because like it, it was that whole uh, Game of Thrones, and then that would follow by uh, Silicon Valley. Yeah. So that's kind of like I guess a good example where yeah. Uh, drama and a comedy kind of together and that's two shows well i think hbo definitely fits in because i think hbo is really the top because mm-hmm. they've kind of they i feel like they're the first network to adapt uh adapt well to the new mm-hmm. model where they came out with well first they they have a partnership with amazon now so oh, i, 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 I believe some of their shows at least older shows are on amazon oh that's pretty cool but they also have hbo now mm-hmm. which is its own service yeah and which i didn't realize until recently you can watch 
the HBO Now shows in real time, like when it's airing mm-hmm. on HBO. Whereas with HBO Go, you have to wait until the show's over. Not that it's a big deal. Right. So it starts right after the show ends. That makes sense. Uh, Is that correct? Because I feel like I've watched Game of Thrones when that came out. Well, like, Game of Thrones is on, what, like 9 o'clock? 9, yeah. So I think I would watch it at 9. You would? Okay, yeah. I don't know. I thought it was that at 10 o'clock you could watch the it. The one thing I think it might be the difference is the HBO Now, I think, has all of the HBO stuff. Yeah. And I believe HBO Go has a, like just a select oh, uh, HBO Go has a lot, though. It has a lot. Oh, yeah. yeah. definitely has a lot. But I, I think it's more selective than HBO Now. I feel like HBO Now has more options. That's my uh, guess. I don't really know. I've never used. It. I've never used HBO Now Yeah. because I use HBO Go. Yeah. But HBO Now would be its own service. Right. Uh, I think it costs like 15 bucks a month mm-hmm. or something like if that. If my parents ever get HBO Now, then I will watch yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Which is how I'm watching HBO Go. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, That's, Mom and I'm, Dad. I'm pretty much on the same but well they use my netflix <laughs> account so oh, okay i think we kind of it's actually it's not even at all because cable's super expensive yeah my netflix account costs it like 10 well, bucks a month it's a better trade-off than what i got i'm just a leech yeah i, I don't i don't provide any service for my parents <laughs> well they they keep asking me about you know how do we use amazon it's like you yeah, I, I have an account I'll, I'll show you how to do it yeah it's like this whole thing my mom's like i don't know how to how am i gonna do this it's like, <laughs> a big, I'm like i'll show you how to do it but uh but anyway um what shows are you watching right now on anything? On anything. I just watched watched some episode of, of New Girl for some reason okay. the other day. But is there any... But it's not a Netflix original. Yeah, well, what, like, are you watching any... Like, are you into a show right now, like, where you're actually, you're, like, following it? Yeah, unfortunately, I think I've, like, I've kind of run out of sh- shows. Like, I yeah. was watching... I got all caught up on Shameless. Okay. On, on Netflix. Um... Every single time Orange is the New Black comes out, I watch that one. Right. For some reason, I don't know why, they took Doctor Who off of Netflix. Really? And I'm a big Whovian, and <laughs> I don't know why they took it off. And BBC America. Yeah. That's that's where it is. Yeah. And then, unfortunately, I mean, not that this has anything to do with like Netflix, but for some reason, they're like not doing a season this year. I'm going to have to wait an extra year for there to be a season. Oh, really? Yeah. What well, the hell, a, Moffat? That's a huge bummer. Yeah. Well, but what about you? What are you right, watching? Right now, I'm actually watching Transparent. Oh, and, yes. And that's the first series I think I've actually watched on Amazon Prime. It's great. It's really good. So yeah. I'm, I'm in season two. But see, the problem I'm having, and I, I really like the show, mm-hmm. but because uh, I was thinking today about the difference that, you know, Amazon, Netflix, and I guess Hulu too, mm-hmm. they all have the same thing where they release maybe somewhere between like six and 13 episodes of a show and they release it all at once and you can binge watch it. Mm -hmm. Whereas HBO still has the week to week kind of thing. Right. So I was, I was thinking like what's better. And I was like, okay, it's cool to have everything there at once because you can kind of breeze through it at Mm -hmm. your own pace. But the downside, there's a few downsides to it. First of all, with me, when I go through a show too fast, I feel like I forget things easier. Okay. So if I'm not, if I'm not like watching, like I can't like think about the episode and, mm-hmm. you know, I, I go from one to the next and then maybe I forget something that happened. Right. So that's one thing. Second thing which happened to me recently is people will spoil things for you. Mm. So I don't mention, I try not to mention when I'm watching shows. Yeah. Now everyone knows I'm watching Transparent and hopefully by the time this comes out, I'll have finished the series. Okay. But I'll be all caught up. I think there's three seasons. I honestly don't remember which season I'm up to. But I st- I'm definitely watched the, all of the first season. Okay. I, I mentioned it to someone and they immediately spoiled something for me. Oh, no. Without, but not even thinking about it. Like, oh, mm-hmm. this happened. Like, 
Yeah, but that happens in season... Like, that I discover now happens in a ne- the next season mm-hmm. versus the one before. I was like, and I specifically told you I'm in the first one. <laughs> oh, know? no. So, and you and you see things, and especially now online, if you, if you Google something about the show, like, you mm-hmm. might get spoiled. Yeah. So, everything, because it happens so fast, someone is going to watch it faster than you. Yeah. And, and for me, like, reading... It was like if it reminds me of like when I used to read the Harry Potter books and someone would read them faster than I would and then would spoil them for me. Now with TV shows, <laughs> with TV shows, you you only had a certain amount like there, the next one would, wouldn't come out yet. So right. you had you had a certain amount of time. Now they're all out at once can be spoiled that bothers me those so, bastards yeah so while there is <laughs> while there is that that advantage i, I do kind of like that hbo is sticking to mm-hmm. that week-to-week model and i hope they don't change it yeah i hope they keep it and, and i and i think they will keep it all right i think it's kind of what separates them it's what they they try to be original because they're not mm-hmm. tv they're hbo so yeah. they have to be their own thing sure well i mean i i like i really like transparent and i like how like netflix hulu amazon prime those kind of guys how they're doing their shows but they're Mm. doing it the shows i guess do have like an hbo kind of feel to it where it's an hour long kind of show there's no it's not like with regular tv where there's needs to be breaks and i think they they call it like a, a false cliff Hanger. Yeah. Uh, what's with all these trains and cars passing by? Oh. Um, it's, I think they call it like a false cliffhanger where they have to have something kind of sort of exciting happen right before each commercial mm-hmm. to make sure that you come back. Where oh. with these kind of shows, since it's like about an hour long, mm-hmm. they can have the whole episode kind of building and building and building till one mm-hmm. kind of like really great kind of like... Like, oh my God moment, basically. Yeah. Well, and then that'll bring you in to make sure you, you stick around for the next episode. Yeah, well, it's like, it almost reminds me of like a movie trailer where like someone turns around like, oh my God, it's blah, see this in, yeah. you know, in October. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's, it's really annoying and cheesy. Um, no, I, what I, I've been saying is like, I like that they're able to build and like, you're able to grow and get, in, I feel like into a deeper story mm-hmm. in, in an hour long kind of episode, as opposed to a half hour episode that, or I guess they're kind of, a lot of those shows are maybe like 20 something minutes because they have like a few minutes for breaks, but like on TV, yeah. but like for like a Netflix show or a, a, an Amazon prime show, you have like a whole hour to watch some event go on. And I feel like it gives you a better sense of development of, of what's going on, mm-hmm. better grip of who the characters are and, and the, the events. Yeah. Well, you can argue now that TV is better than movies because, because of the way it's like, like you were saying, mm-hmm. how things kind of go from one to the other. You don't need those breaks. Yeah. So there is that that nice flow. And also, they have a lot of time. There's so much more time they can use to like develop these characters. Absolutely. They're not, they're, they don't feel rushed. Yeah. So I feel like that's good. And it's, and it's like a good sweet spot. Because none of these shows, I don't think any of the... I could be wrong, mm-hmm. but I don't think any of these networks do a season that's longer than like 13 episodes. I feel mm-hmm. like that seems to be like the max. Yeah. And I feel like that's really good. Because if you watch a network show like on NBC or something, Mm -hmm. there's like 20 plus episodes of those shows. That's a lot. That's a big commitment. It's a big commitment for you. Mm -hmm. It's a big commitment for the actors because they can't do anything else. Right. They can't. They're like, you're in that show. And I mean, if you find time to do something else, like good luck. (laughs) I mean, you're going to get paid a lot of money, but you're, you're in it. You're in a contract. And then eventually the writing staff is... I mean, there's only so much they can do until mm-hmm. they're just like, fuck it, filler. You know, it it, it never, it, it, it's really hard to keep that consistent. And I was thinking about this with like the show Lost, okay. which I really liked, but eventually it got really bad. 
And I was like, if Lost was maybe... I mean, maybe if they had cut down a season, they'd taken away like, the last season, that would have been great. But if they hadn't had like 20 episodes a season, if they had only 10, maybe like 13... I mean, maybe it would have been a better show. Maybe, yeah. Like, it, maybe it would have been a little... They could have taken out all the crap that they didn't need. Yeah, and the, the thing that's interesting is... I mean, I don't know. Some shows they do... Maybe they'll have, like, a topical kind of thing going on. Mm-hmm. And maybe they'll do... They'll write each show. Like, each episode is kind of, like, a few weeks out, and then they write it. And a few weeks out, they write it. With, like, these type of shows, it seems that they have everything laid out. Yeah. All at once, and you have the whole thing into a package. So they they know what's going to happen from beginning to end. Yeah. And it, sometimes I feel like that you get a better product with that, where maybe you have less uh, plot holes or, or missing information yeah. I, than those other like half hour regular TV shows. Yeah, I, I mean, it's it's hard to know because a lot of a lot of shows actually a lot of shows do that where they mm-hmm. have like a whole idea and they know how it's going to play out. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of them don't where the writer, they're just kind of discovering as they go along. Yeah. I know it was like that with Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad, they didn't know. Oh, really? They had, yeah, they had like a general idea, but they were, they were kind of figuring it out as they went along. Oh, wow. Yeah, which is kind of cool. That's impressive. Well, they, there goes they, my theory. Well, they knew, <laughs> well, no, but I think they knew they knew how long the show was going to be. I sure. think they like knew it wasn't going to go on past a certain point. They had like certain things figured out, right. like, you know, you know, certain stuff, but, but along the way there were things they figured out. Like I know, I mean, hopefully people have seen breaking bad at this point. I'm, this is from a few years ago. Yeah. So I feel like we've passed the, uh, if you don't, if you don't, uh, if you haven't seen it, you can shut the podcast off and, <laughs> and then come back in a few minutes. But um, there's an episode, um, the beginning of the fifth season, where Walt's at the diner and he puts the 52 in the bacon. It's okay. like that, yeah. it's that, like, the flash forward, I guess, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you don't catch up with that Walt until, like, the end of, the end of, like, the next season. Like, they shot that, or, like, okay. they, not until, like, the end of the series, you know what I'm talking about? Right. I think so, yeah. Yeah, and he puts a watch down or something mm-hmm. on... Or he's wearing a watch, or he wasn't wearing a watch. There's something with a watch. Okay. <laughs> and I need to research this. But basically, like, they didn't know that whole, and he's got, like, the shotguns in his trunk. Yeah. That was, like, something they did, and they had, like, a general idea, but they didn't have that figured out. So right. they had to kind of, after the fact, like, piece it together. And there was a part where he, like, took his, I guess he was wearing a watch, and they had him take it off and put it somewhere. Mm-hmm. Because in that flash-forward scene that they had they had done the season before, he wasn't wearing a watch. Huh. It was like something like that. So it was like those little details. Like, oh, we can't do that. Wow. Yeah. So it, yeah, it cool. is interesting, but that's like something you would only find out within like a special interview. Yeah. So, but I, but I do think that in general, that when you don't, you don't have this like network jumping down your throat being like, well, you need to pump out 22 mm-hmm. episodes of this show. Like that's just, a, that's such a big commitment for people. And yeah. You need to have it. I really respect shows that are, that are good length that are, and that have a nice story arc and that never kind of falter or never, never have that downhill yeah. thing go. So they, they never smart. feel the need to jump the shark. Mm-hmm. Basically mm-hmm. jumping quickly back to, uh, the, uh, transparent without yes. giving away any spoilers about the show or anything really in particular what would what do you like about that show um what do i like about that show i mean i like that all the characters on the show are interesting mm-hmm. complex and they're they're flawed but they're they're like somewhat likable at least in my view yeah. um because some people like hate certain characters where i don't i, I don't I don't necessarily hate anyone on that show. I think 
I think they they kind of they do a really good job of making you feel compassionate for all the characters for each each one like individually where yeah. I can kind of I can sympathize with with almost all of them. Okay. Um, even in like the littlest way. Right. Um, you know, it's not perfect. No, mm-hmm. Nothing's perfect, but I think they do a really good job of capturing that. And also, there's like some in in some ways it hits it hits home just because of like the Jewish family. Yeah, I, for some reason, with the the whole thing with the Jewish family, I for some reason got just got like a an instant connection, or I'm just like, ooh, that seems pretty real. Yeah, well the well it's like this <laughs> really the one thing that's like a really big theme is like they're really tight knit, but almost too tight knit, and then they like make e- they make each other feel guilty. Yeah, they like they do that, and I'm like, that's that's very true <laughs> like jewish families yeah well the thing i notice about them is that they're like i guess uh, maybe a, a good example because i would say they're definitely a dysfunctional family yeah but in this in a different way where do you watch do you ever, did you watch shameless yes so i would also say they're a dysfunctional family but i would yes. say that they that they are each dysfunctional families in different ways totally different ways yeah yes. and i i really like how this how in transparent they're the way that they're dysfunctional where you were kind of mentioning they're very kind of close and tight knit and oh my god what is with all these trains and stuff (laughs) well well shameless is a dysfunction that i can't relate to right yeah i think maybe that that, maybe that's why to be honest and maybe some people could Mm -hmm. um whereas transparent is a dysfunction i can i can relate to yeah and they're so obviously i mean you could say one is worse than the other Mm -hmm. but like they're just they're very different though yeah I think what's interesting is that each character does have their own flaws. Even Mona, which is played by Jeffrey Tambor, has, uh, again, at this point, her own flaws. Because mm. she, when, as as a father or as a parent, was kind of... It, it's weird, because as a parent, she was she was there for the, the children, but also not there for the children at the same yeah. time. Like, she wasn't there for them as when they were growing up and as children, and she wasn't really there as when she was as a husband to the wife. Mm. So there was that missing, but as like a provider, she was there for them. Right. So there's there's that missing of the love part, but there's the the financial part. And I feel like that that That's very true. Yeah, I feel like by uh, substituting uh substituting the money for the love, it helped ingrain this like sign of self and in, this entitlement that the children seem to all have. Where like uh, Jeffrey Tambor's character is going through this huge thing, and yet all the children are kind of focused in on their own crap. They don't give a shit. Yeah, they're they're selfish. Yeah, Every, they're, all, selfish. they're all selfish, and that's. I mean, you could blame the parents, but you mean, it, but it does make a lot of sense mm-hmm. though, where the parents would throw money at the problem, and they and yeah, they do have that sense of entitlement where they feel like mm-hmm. they can they can get that from the right. parents, and yeah, they don't they don't show as much compassion for each other yeah and yeah, yeah definitely not for each other and even though like mona's going through this like huge moment in her life she and and i like there's some heartbreaking moments where you're just like oh my god like these fucking kids like just be there for your for your like your mother you know your new mother your father just be yeah. there for him yeah. he's going through this she is going through this this new change this new life mm-hmm. yeah but everyone's focused on their own yeah. stuff and also it affects i can understand in a lot of ways because i it's just you don't know how it's going to affect each of the children mm-hmm. it's it's a big thing and and in a way they they uh take it like personally mm-hmm. in a lot of ways yeah. but i think i think it's i definitely recommend the show absolutely i would i would say the one thing i would warn is don't 
listen to the Emmys because I'm pretty sure Jeffrey Tambor won two times, which is great. I'm glad he I'm glad he won, mm-hmm. but um for best actor in a comedy series two years in a row. Yeah. And I think be, I think be very careful with that because while there is there is some comedy in it, um it is definitely more drama, I would right. say. So don't don't go into it thinking this is going to make me feel great. Yeah, no. Yeah, because it, it does it does leave you sometimes. I mean, some. I mean, it's good, but sometimes it does leave you with an uneasy mm-hmm. feeling. So yeah, if you want like pure comedy, you know, go watch like The Office or something. Yeah, I wouldn't but watch this if you're if you're just looking for comedy. Don't or do watch it. or uh, watch the show Cheers. <laughs> Cheers is on Netflix. It's a great show. And, you know, I'm always gonna I'm always gonna promote Cheers just as a show if you just want to kick back and relax. Cheers is a great one. Speaking of Netflix, what um, either right now or in the past Netflix ser- uh, originals have you watched and like or dislike? Which ones have you seen and you're like, well, this this was shit. I mean, I've pretty much. I think the few that I've uh, the few series that I've watched, mm-hmm. I, I've liked. Um, the one that I I want to like restart, get back into is Lady Dynamite with uh, Maria Bamford. Oh, okay, um, I never watched that. Yeah, which is the same guy who did Arrested Development, and I oh, watched really? like the first episode. And I want to, I want to like watch more, mm-hmm. uh, but it has very much that Arrested Development type of feel to it. Okay. So there's that one I want to watch, but um, you know we talked about Stranger Things, mm-hmm. um, yeah, in the which last was episode. great. And um, I watched the show. Well, I watched Orange Is the New Black. Okay. Which I've liked. I, I generally liked overall. Mm-hmm. I've I liked this last season a lot better than the one before it. The third season I was not. Okay. A huge fan of. I thought it was kind of. I, I just thought it was kind of silly. It got kind of uninteresting to me. Where I think this one, it got darker and they really picked it up. Oh yeah, it got darker. And, and, it, and it was it was good. I think this one had like some of the they they it, it was definitely a little bit political. It, it definitely got to the like, a lot of the issues that are currently going on in like prisons and with like guards taking advantage of oh of yeah the, the prisoners and stuff like that like. I, I yeah, they these the prisoners they made a mistake. They they fucked up. Some people some people died. Some people got hurt, but like there's still people. Some people are in there to I don't know, to change their life, make well, things better. We don't yeah, we we have a weird system of punishment. That's a whole other discussion. Yeah, yeah, that's a, discussion, maybe but. we shouldn't get into that. But yeah, they it, I liked how it wasn't just like, I don't know, it wasn't just black and white. That this ep- this season seemed more complex. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so that's another one. Um, the show Love, um, the Judd Apatow show, okay. I really liked. You liked that, okay? Yeah. Um, I, interesting, because I actually I I watched it as well, and I I couldn't couldn't get into it. I couldn't get into. It. I watched the whole thing, but like I think what bothered me it was the whole like ugly guy, uh, attractive female trope. Well, that's that whole thing. That's that's um, like. Judd Apatow's specialty, yeah, though. Sure. I mean, well, that's that's I mean, like that all his movies fi- are like that. That would be fine, but the pro- the issue, the biggest issue I had was is that beyond the ugly guy, hot woman trope, it was ugly guy with shitty personality and hot girl. <laughs> yeah, a lot like, of people I feel didn't like, like him. I feel like he had no redeeming qualities. He just seemed kind of like an ass. I I just didn't like him at all. I think that, you know, it's interesting. I think that's kind of what they were going for in a way. They didn't want to make <laughs> it so... That, that's how I saw it. They, they didn't want to make it seem like so clear cut because we've seen like, oh, the nice nerdy guy. Right. Like, and he's going to try and get the girl and he gets the girl. Hooray. You know? <laughs> Uh, right, and he beats the bad guy. You know, it wasn't like that. They kind of, they kind of turned it yeah. on its side a little bit. I mean, where I she, where that... she was a little fucked up. Yeah. Although, 
I was like, I, I was with you though, because like, um, I was like on her side the whole time. Yeah, I was like, I really, I was like rooting for her to like, yeah, get it together. And like you're doing great, and then I actually my favorite was her her roommate Birdie was the best. Oh, her roommate that she she, I, she was I will, she stole I will the show. give you she was the best part. She, she was should so, have her own thing. Yeah, she was she was the best. But um, <laughs> but yeah, he, his his character was was harder to get behind, yeah. and in a little sad in some ways. Mm-hmm. But you know, I I kind of liked how it, it it got me where it was kind of interesting. Where yeah, he wasn't perfect, and he kind of had like some like asshole type tendencies mm-hmm. yeah so i understand but there's something about those kind of characters maybe that i, I kind of like because i kind of see because they're not like perfect because mm-hmm. they have issues so yeah that's just my own thing yeah, but I, under- I understand did you see uh master of none mm-hmm. what did you think of that one i thought that was okay okay that's funny because i really liked that one yeah and which is weird because i typically no offense to aziz not that he's gonna listen to this but like i typically don't like his stand-up yeah, me neither. I, I just find it to be... I don't know. It, it just doesn't do it for me. But yeah. like I felt like his comedy put into this medium worked really well. No, no, it, it did. Yeah, and I just... I really enjoyed it. I thought it was just like, oh my God, this is like late... People in their late 20s, early 30s trying to figure out their life, trying to yeah. figure out their career, trying to figure out their relationships. Like I was like, oh shit, like this is stuff yeah. we're dealing with now. Like this is... I yeah. can get down with this. Yeah, it still bothered me that he lives in like a decent apartment. That, that always did bugs bother me. me a little bit. That always bugs me, but I guess that's like with every show. Mm. I liked that Eric Wareheim was his friend because mm-hmm. he was really great. Yeah. Um, no, I actually, I did like the show like overall, mm-hmm. I, I think, but it wasn't like my favorite. Okay, fair enough. That's, I feel like it got like a lot of praise. Yeah. I feel like just people like Aziz and they like his comedy. But, sure. he, but also he's very, he, he's political in a lot of ways too. Mm-hmm. Um, where he kind of rubs people the wrong way. All right. So, again, he's not my favorite comedian, so it's kind of hard. There's, like, certain yeah. things, like, there were certain parts, certain episodes that I, I really liked, and there were some that just kind of seemed, like, meh. Um, but I would definitely watch it again. Okay, nice. Yeah, I did like how he he took the whole issue where... I, I heard somewhere in, like, an interview, when he was, like, trying to, like, really, like, push this out, and he's, like... Uh, he got, like, the whole thing from, like, the... the the heads of whatever the the production company is like i don't know if this is gonna really reach like mainstream media which basically means i don't think white people are gonna like this and he's like i'm dealing with like normal issues white people have normal issues as well it doesn't matter what like what color we are and i do like how they did address like an issue where because he's trying to get like an acting job and how he has to go up against other indian guys and they're all fighting for this quote-unquote very stereotypical indian guy he's like why can't i just play why can't i just play myself with my normal voice no they everybody wants the apu kind of voice yeah and i was i kind of i really liked it i was like oh like i not that i know anything about that but i was like all right that's you're shedding a light on something that like yeah that is a little ridiculous well yeah i did like that too Mm -hmm. and and that's actually part of his like real life yeah. Because he never wants, he said, like, he never wants to be cast as, like, the token, like, Indian guy. Like, yeah. Not, like, the guy on, like, uh, The Big Bang Theory or, like... Sure, yeah. He doesn't want to be that. He want like, that's not what he wants. He just happens to be Indian. That's yeah. That's kind of what exactly. it is. That's, like, what it is. And I, and I really respect that. Yeah. I like that. I mean, yeah. I mean, maybe it's easier for you and I because we're in New York and it's, like, this is, like, the every single type of person you could think of is here and mm-hmm. we're just so used to seeing all different types of people so sure have have an indian character be the main lead have have a, a girl be the main lead have this be the main lead that like 
Yeah. Just whatever. Just give us a good story. Make Entertain us. It doesn't matter. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, so as far as as Netflix, I feel like you and I, we watch... that. That's, at least for me, that's like my go-to source. Yeah. Where I'll look for stuff on there. If, if I'm not watching a show, I'll go and watch like comedy specials okay. that are on there because there's yeah. tons of comedy specials. I know you dig uh, BoJack Horseman. BoJack. BoJack is another one. That's a great one. Yeah. one. Um, that's That was an amazing show. I yeah. highly recommend it. Absolutely. Um, again, another one where it's funny but also very dark. So yeah. Just, just beware. <laughs> that, that's um, a dark one. Uh, speaking of dark, and I loved it, uh, I believe we spoke about it, The Daredevil. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I haven't watched it yet. You haven't watched it no, yet? No, no. Oh, my God. you got to jump on that, man. I know I, I'm I'm reluctant because of the superheroes, but maybe I will. I will. Get, oh yeah, I, I would definitely out. recommend it, especially because I say for the most part it's like kind of based in reality. There's not too much like ooh superpowers kind of better than Batman stuff. Superman. <laughs> uh, <yes. laughs> Easily. Yeah. Okay. So I mean that's another one, <laughs> but we were talking before the podcast started that with with Hulu. Yeah. You and I we kind of don't really watch too much on hulu yeah i don't i don't even know what original shows they have there's the one there's one with um billy on billy eichner billy oh yeah and there's one with aaron paul called the path but okay again i haven't watched any of these shows because because i have ads on hulu you have ads unless you yeah. pay extra and that's like enough of a deterrent for me and there's <laughs> nothing there's there's nothing that interesting that i watch on that, that like draws me yeah. to Hulu. I the one show I did watch for a little while was Community was on Hulu. Okay, I watched that for a while. But yeah, I'm always uh, every month. I'm always when I get my Hulu bill, <laughs> I'm like, do I really still need this? I don't really watch it that much. Yeah. So I don't I don't know if I would put that on the same level. I think Hulu maybe is more for people who missed the show mm-hmm. the night before on if they missed New Girl last yeah. night New Girl then they'll watch it on Hulu the next day. It seems to be more more of that. I don't think it's gonna go anywhere, but for me personally, it's just not my my go to source. I, I, got, I don't know I how you. you I don't know yeah, how you feel I, nothing about it. nothing ever really drew me to it. Mm-hmm. I kind of felt the same way. Where all right, maybe I oh I I missed the, like an episode here of of some show. Maybe it's on Hulu. I'll check. Yeah. And then most of the time, it you have to pay for it, or it's just like a the thirty second trailer for that episode. I'm just like well. Great, that didn't help me at all. Right, and, and now there's now there's more services that are coming out too. There's there's full screen is another one which I don't know much oh, about. Oh, I didn't know. And there's CISO, which is a, a comedy network. Oh, that's that has a lot cool. of um, past like SNLs and like I think oh, they wow. have like Kids in the Hall. They have like all that stuff, and they have like their own original series. Oh, cool. I think one of them, which I really want to watch, is a show. It's with actually Paul F. Tompkins. It's okay. Called, it's yeah. called Bajillion Dollar Properties. It's like supposed to make fun of those shows. Okay. And it's it's just like a, a faux reality show. It's supposed to be really oh, good. Oh, that's great. Yeah, there's like stuff like that which which maybe we should check out and then maybe do another Oh yeah, another I'm totally podcast down. about I, that. I really like uh, a lot of the things that Paul Tompkins does. He's yeah. he's I find him always funny. He's he's brilliant. But there's I, I feel like there's there's more and more things coming mm-hmm. out, more and more like networks or streaming platforms, whatever you want to call it, and that is slowly taking over. Yeah. And like I've said before, until until sports, until they figure out how to do that with sports, it's <laughs> yeah. over. I think I think that's that's like the missing link. Yeah, they, if they figure out like some sort of like subscription thing, ju- like, it's just just sports, like the NFL app. Yeah. That, or just like yeah, just like NFL something that just has every game, and yeah. you pay like ten bucks a month or something. It's like 
done. It's over. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I mean that I, easy, but but the problem with that is that they have all the networks have these contracts yeah. and stuff. So I think it would take a while. I mean, what they have now is you can stream it through like you could, like ESPN app mm-hmm. and stuff. And, and there's also like Red Zone or whatever on, but that's like through cable. That's and, like ADD football. I can't. I don't. I don't really like Red I, Zone. I I mean, typically I'll like be at like Brittany's house and like they'll we'll be watching the giant game and then we'll just periodically when like they go to commercial at the giant game we'll just jump over to oh yeah okay just to see what else is going on but our main focus is on the giants yeah i just i don't i don't touch the remote i just kind (laughs) of like i i get i get weird with that stuff where i don't like to do too many things at once (laughs) Uh, so i'll check you know i'll check my phone periodically for like fantasy football updates okay Uh, but i do try and limit it uh you know especially during football games. Mm-hmm. But uh but yeah, I feel like that's like that is the missing piece of the puzzle. It's interesting. Right there. So, so you're are you're imagining um like a future where we're just going to do, do you imagine a future where we're just going to completely go away from cable and all that stuff completely or is it going to be all streaming or is it going to be like a, a a new version of cable where you can just pick the type of programming that you want? Yeah, I think I think that is probably more where mm-hmm. it's going to go. I can't see um, the cable companies just like obliterating. Completely going away. Yeah. No, and I think also too many people, especially nowadays, um, are still used to having that. Mm-hmm. You know, my own parents, they're still, they still like just flipping on the news yeah. or flipping through the channels. So I think that they will have, maybe they'll, I mean, they're, they've done it more in recent years with, with just on demand type stuff. Right. But even that is kind of silly where I think, it's it's not done perfectly. Okay. You know, there's just a lot of flaws with that too. I agree. So I think I think you're right. I think they will have some kind of like service where it's just kind of like you pick what you want to like. They'll have it yeah, out. Yeah. I don't there. know why they don't do that now. It yeah, just you, makes sense. Like you turn on the TV and there's just like a bunch of little icons like watch, yeah. watch nightly news with Lester. Right. Um. Or, or even like oh I I always watch these specific channels. Mm-hmm. Just give me these channels. I don't need. I don't need extra channels. Yeah, or yeah, pay what you want to pay right. for. Um, I mean, I think probably what it would do would maybe break it. They would probably have some kind of package, though, mm-hmm. where I don't see them like individual channels, maybe, but I feel like they the cable companies would not like that. Right. You would need to get... They would have to if package they, it somehow. Yeah, still. I wonder if they could do something like... I typically like sports, action, and comedy. So let me get this package. It yeah. just comes with sports, action, and, and comedy channels. I think whatever. I think what'll happen is slowly it'll start to they'll start to modify it. There won't be like a bazillion channels anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, they'll start to group things together or just be specific types of shows because I, I really don't know what's like on channels anymore. Like I I just don't I don't mm-hmm. know and I don't look. I'm like I have to look through like a guide and see yeah. what time when this starts. What kind of bullshit is that? <laughs> like I just want to pick a movie and start it. And there's. <laughs> And there's things you can't do with that. Like, you can find, you go to Netflix, you go to Hulu or Amazon or whatever, mm-hmm. you find something, we- like, you read descriptions for things. Yeah. The other night, I was with a friend, and we watched the movie The Phantom. Okay. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Um, is that the, I, th- I think I'm thinking of the wrong thing, but is that the one movie with, um, oh my god, what the hell's the guy's I'm name? Gonna, I'm going to wait for you to say it, because I, I think he he's, might be onto it. He's from, Titanic? Yeah, yeah. Oh it's, God! It's should I, should I tell? Um, say and he's also. Oh my God! Hold on, Billy Zane. Billy Zane. Yes. Yes. It's the Phantom is a superhero movie starring Billy Zane, <laughs> and it is yes. fantastic. 
So <laughs> that's amazing. So like I read the description and we were just like, we should watch this. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And it's super campy. A lot of it's pretty cheesy and like there's, but it's some of it's really funny. And also it's, I'm not going to lie. It's super entertaining. It's a, <laughs> like, it's a very, like, there's not a dull moment in that movie. It's a very entertaining movie, but like, Excellent. I wouldn't, you wouldn't stumble upon that on like HBO or something no. you know? or I mean, not HBO, um, fucking TNT. TNT. Yeah. 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 Um, so there's stuff like that where I'm like, yeah, like, I'm glad I was able to watch this movie from 1996. <laughs> oh my God. I can't believe that. That's so great. Mm-hmm. The other thing that's, that's really great about these kind of streaming services is that with like cable, you have to, I can't think of any type that doesn't require it, but you pretty much have to have like a cable box from the cable company. Yeah. You want to have... I, I think you have to pay, like, it's an extra charge depending on how many you have in, the, in your house or whatever. Yeah. With streaming, it's, it's easy. It's so much easier. You just, either you have, like, a, a Chromecast, you have, uh, you can play something through your Xbox or your PlayStation, you can get a, uh, what is it, the Amazon Fire Stick or whatever. Yeah. There's just so much, uh, the Roku, Yeah, that's Apple what I got, TV. the Roku box, and it's been, fa- I never had an issue with it. It's yeah, great. It, all those things, it makes it, I feel like it makes it so much easier than than dealing with cable companies and, and those boxes and everything. And with the Roku, what's great is, well, first of all, I love that the remote had um, has a headphone jack mm-hmm. because you can, you don't have to wake up anybody oh yeah which is great um if you're watching something late at night but also you can down you, there's an app on your phone you can get that's a remote for it oh really so so if you happen to lose the remote you have your phone oh wow that's you pretty cool out the remote there so yeah they they make losing the remote more difficult <laughs> that's awesome yeah today's episode is brought to you by roku no. roku <laughs> it's not really though but we'll take your money though <laughs> if you like have you seen the show The Man in the High Castle? Mm-mm. So that that's on on Amazon Prime. Yeah, and I like fell in love with it instantly. It mm. is so good. I've heard. About I it, really yeah. recommend it. I don't. I'm not gonna. I don't want to give any spoilers away. But I'll give like the basic premise that you could, if you were looking it up, you go, oh, that's what it's about. It's like a dystopian um, America basically, mm-hmm. where the Nazis won World War II. Yeah. So you and I are not here. Yeah, yeah. Um, we are dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we never even had a chance. <laughs> um, but basically, it's... Um, so the U.S. is split, split up into three parts. You have the west of the Rocky Mountains is the Japanese state. Mm-hmm. And the eastern board of the country is the Nazi state. And then right in the middle is kind of like this no man's land of like uh, a neutral zone, if you will. And it's uh, it's really well done. It's there's basically a resistance, and then the main characters are either part of the resistance or part of the quote unquote bad guys, the the Nazis or the or the Japanese guys who are uh, on like in California in that area. And it's so well written and really well done. And there, there's areas where you're like you're not sure. Who, who's on what side and who who's a good guy who's a bad guy and it's really weird because there's moments where you're like rooting for a character and then you go like wait a minute he's a nazi i'm rooting for a nazi and then in no way is this like sympathetic to the nazi cause at all but it's like it takes on this type of universe in a realistic way where certain characters are born into it because it takes place in the 60s 
So certain. Uh, okay, so a couple of decades. So yes, after. T- a couple of decades after this whole thing. So there's certain characters who were just born into this. They don't know anything different. Mm. Like they're they're just so like you're okay. You're born. You're a Nazi now, but like you didn't have a choice. You grew up. And there's other characters where it's like, all right, you're a Nazi, but that other Nazi is like a bajillion times worse than you are. Yeah. So like I'm gonna kind of root for you, but in the back of my head I'm just like, no, you're an evil person. Yeah. <laughs> But the, it's like it's super like really cool, and there's like a sort of sci-fi element, but it's not really like the most like super important. Okay. It's more about um, I don't know these characters, and they're they're on a mission to basically bring these reels of film to this quote-unquote man in the high castle. That's all you really know. The rebel team, the rebels are trying to bring this film to the man in the high castle. And is it based off of a book too? It's yes, it is based off a book. Okay. And it start the whole show starts out like brilliantly. They use um, if you ever seen uh, oh my god uh, the sound of music yeah which for some reason I've never seen you should see it I should see it. I have it on VHS oh. that won't help you that's not gonna help me <laughs> uh, but yeah uh, so the the Edelweiss song yeah and they have it sung by this like I guess young woman and the way that it did I don't know the way they recorded it is so kind of eerie. Yeah, it's it's really weird. And oh, you know what the best way to describe the whole thing? There's an episode where there, um, one of the characters goes to visit a, a military character on mm. in his home on Long Island. Ooh. And they're celebrating like VD Day, I believe. It's like Victory Day. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the victory day of of the Nazis when the U.S. surrendered. Yeah. Okay. So they're going down the street, and the so the U.S. flag has been changed slightly. So they're going down the street. And there's flags out everywhere, all over people's fences and their their little awnings and this and that. And each flag has red, white, and blue. Mm-hmm. And right in the center are swastikas. Oh. And it is the most eerie looking thing as this as this guy sitting in a car driving down the block. Yeah. Which is just American flags with swastikas on it. And it, it was that was like super creepy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I really, really recommend this show. It's so I'm going to watch this after I finish Transparent now because this Definitely. sounds really good. Definitely. It's so good. It's it's weird, it, it, but it's great. I like weird stuff like that, mm-hmm. though. And I don't go by critics either. I decided yeah. that I don't I don't like to go by the critically acclaimed stuff. Okay. I just kind of like to have, form my own opinions. Like the way you just sold that to me, it just sounds like a really interesting concept. Yeah. And that's all I need. All right. And that's really important. The show uh, is brought to you by The Man in the High Castle. <laughs> Watch The Man in the High Castle on Amazon Prime. <laughs> yeah, so I think I think generally you and I would both agree that we like we like streaming services yeah, and that's man. where we watch that's where we watch all um, most if not all of our content. Pretty much. Um, cuz yeah. yeah, I have no time for appointment viewing. Yeah. No time for that. No. I watch I watch football at certain times. Yeah, that's pretty much but I that's think it. that's the only thing. Although, you know what's nice, I people, they, uh, if you DVR, if you have a DVR, yeah, you can DVR the game and then cut out like an hour because you can, like you start, like, let's say the game starts at one. Okay. DVR it and then start watching it at two. Okay. And then you go and you, you can quickly, ca- and you catch up, you go huh. through, you breeze through the commercials and then you eventually catch up. So you actually cut out. Like an hour of your, like you'll like I, by the you, end of it by yeah. the end of it you're you're all caught up. I feel like I'd be too nervous worrying uh, like I, I would, it would get spoiled 
Put your phone. Somebody. Put your phone away. Yeah. Put your computer I would, away. I would have to because especially if you're checking up on fantasy or something like that. Yeah, but think about how much you could get done though, like in that hour. That is true. You could uh, go you to might, yoga You might class. have something here, man. Oh yeah, all that yoga that I, I'm missing out on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So there's that. <laughs> so yeah, I think we pretty much covered everything we wanted yeah. to, right? Absolutely. Feel good about it. Yeah, that was so, fun. So go out. Watch Man in the High Castle now on Amazon Prime. Yeah, and watch watch anything. Watch any any watch show. Watch Transparent. On. Yeah, just just go um, through. There's there's plenty of options. Orange is the New Black. If you don't have it, if you at least if nothing else, get a Netflix yeah. subscription. Or find up. somebody that has one and use theirs. Yeah, use it. theirs or, or or split it with somebody. Yeah. you know, figure it out. Call you up Netflix. It. Get them to put uh, Doctor Who back on on Netflix. I miss Just it. Sign a petition. Sign Let's a petition. Start. And then Just get somebody to get that started. We'll do it. That's why. That's why we need to get an uh, an intern. Yeah. <laughs> just uh, just for that. That that'll be our next thing. <laughs> We'll get right on that. Yeah. All right. Well, that that's it. All right. Thanks all right. for thanks for joining us, guys, and uh, tune in for our next episode. Peace. Bye.